This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Testing, testing. I hear you, sir. You know what's weird, Jerry, that the PSA you read right there? Yes. It's just gatherings of 10 people or more. Legitimately, if they see four people on the street, they get like if you had a party with four people, they'd be I, this upset is what with been, you. And this is what I've been talking about. Like, why can't I have two couples over? We're ten feet apart. There's only six people. We're not near each other, and just have a conversation. And I feel like if someone looked at my backyard and saw me, my wife, and four other adults on the deck, they'd call the cops on us. Yeah, that's a weird. I've, it's the only place I ever hear where they go. Ten people can hang out together. That right. that thing you're reading at. Seems very strange. I I agree, but we just got that uh, yesterday, I think. Yeah. Odd. So, well, it was from Radio.com. They yeah. could be confused. It's been quite the day, has it not? It has. Did you see Travis Zajac? Pretty cool. You know who he is from the um, uh, from the Devils? Um, he locked in on Tiger King, and he's got pictures of him with Tigers when he's a kid. That's pretty wild. Mm, it's funny yeah. how many kids did this. I, I would never put my kids with a tiger no chance i think i remember opie and anthony bringing in a tiger cub and i remember petting a a white tiger cub on its belly in the hallway at wnew at least a tiger cub you don't feel is gonna rip your face off though right no i felt like i could have definitely beat it up i right. think this is the start of the podcast is this the start of the podcast yeah I may as well keep this whole thing in there jerry all right works for me so Al, how are relaxed. you? <laughs> oh, hi, Jerry. So I have a couple questions for you. So I know they closed in New Jersey, and I'm sure other places as well, all parks and uh, things of that nature. And I'm wondering... Um, Paul, before you go further, yeah. I can tell you right now, I passed by a park yesterday. I had to go pick something up from a friend of mine yesterday. It was the first time I actually took a drive longer than 35 seconds in weeks. And uh, it was, by the way, quite relaxing, a little music, a little Joe and Evan, and so it was a 25-minute ride there and back. And at one point on the ride, I passed by a park. I came home and told my wife this. It looked like a Saturday afternoon in the summer. It was yeah. packed with kids and parents. Well, so they were not all closed. Well, they were closing them down last night at 8 p.m. Okay. That was your last day to get out and about in the parks. I did not, oh, didn't know that. Yeah. And I'm wondering, so the Henry Hudson Trail that runs Matawan to Marlboro to Freehold, is this going to be closed now too, my my running path, Jerry? I wouldn't think so. I don't, because I don't know that's a park. That's a great question. I would yeah. think, 
I don't know. You're promoting running and well-being and walking. I don't. I would say no. I would think that's open. How would you close a like ten mile long? You can't path. You can't. It'd be like building the wall Trump's trying to build. I mean, you just can't (laughs) because there's so many different ways into it. Right. People could get in from their backyards. Right. Now you can't do it. There's no way you can do it. There's not right. No, I I do want to look at that on a map because I'm very curious how that path can take you all the way down to Route 36 up to where you live. Yeah. Freehold. It's it's bizarre to me. It does break up in certain areas. And then where do you go? I don't know. Like I ran um, the other day. I ran all the way down through Marlboro and ended up on Route 79. You ran? Oh, Uh, from Matawan, right. And then it just stopped. And then what did you turn around and go home? Yeah, because I didn't know. I didn't have time. Like, I don't like to stop when I'm running, so I didn't have time to stop to look around as to where it picked up. Right. But I know it picks up again somewhere because it goes down into Freehold at some point. Yeah, it's really weird. And I think you can find that path all down by Earl on Route 36 in, like, North Middletown. Yeah. Yes. naval base, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jim. Have you ever ran to that? I have not. Okay. I have not done that. Uh, Another interesting thing, though, uh, I saw Gina tweeted this, that Spring Lake, where she lives and where I like to uh, go on the weekends, Jerry, Spring Lake is not allowing anyone to park on any streets in Spring Lake. They're trying to get people to not go there. Right. They don't. I don't. mm. This feels something like my rights as an American are being taken away. Yeah, I mean, you can still go there. You just need a you need a, a a parking lot or you need a driveway to find, and you actually can do that. No, oh, but, but here's the question. So Gina has a small driveway. She has a car. Her son has a car. I have a car. Three cars can't fit in there. So I'm not allowed to go to Spring Lake unless she had a bigger driveway. Then right, I'm allowed. What, what if you were sense. married and you have three car and you have three cars in the house? Right. I wonder if you could apply for a special permit then in that case. I did tweet her back because she tweeted this out. I guess she's trying to keep people away from Spring Lake also. And I said, what about local celebrities? Can they park in the street? Like, do I, could I get a local celebrity permit? Placard? Yeah, I placard. Think, I, don't, I don't think you can. A placard that just says, I'm a celebrity. It's and not it's, Matawan. And then it's signed by the Spring Lake Police Department. Right. It is interesting to think about, though, like, in this time, we really are giving up a lot of our rights as an American. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, you're not going to be put in jail if you don't adhere to it, but you are putting yourself at risk, and I think we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Like, I don't think if... Trying to think, what's a good example? You know, if you want to, if you want to run to the store and hang out for an hour, I don't. I mean, they might kick you out, but you know, no one's going to come there in, in handcuffs. No, you know, but I you... can't. But I can't open a business, open my business up. Well, that's why true. Not? not available right now. It'd have to be online. It's the only way you could do it. That's right, but true. why? But uh, as an American, don't I have rights to have my business open? And then you if you what? don't, don't want to come to my business, don't come to my business because you're afraid of catching coronavirus. I think all the circumstances we are living with and the reality that we're living with supersedes a lot right now. But you're right. I mean, I guess have at it if you want, but you know, what's the, what, what's the end result going to be? You end up in a hospital bed with a ventilator keeping you alive? I, I don't know, man. This whole thing, you know, it's weird too, is every day on social media, you see a lot of people posting about depression and how they can't handle this. And I, I, I get it. I do. I'm not, I am not criticizing that at all. People feel the way they feel, and you don't know what's going on in their lives. So to sit there and have an opinion on them is not right. 
But from my standpoint, while, yes, every day is the same and some days are a little bit more difficult than others and not being able to do the things you're talking about are difficult, there's been a part of me that has really enjoyed the time with my wife and the kids and the different things that we have done around the house that we otherwise probably wouldn't. And I have enjoyed not running around like a lunatic like I have for the last several years, coaching two teams and running a, you know, <laughs> adult cornhole league and, you know, having uh, different responsibilities with Rutgers and getting up for the show and driving in and out of Manhattan. And, you know, I don't know. There's a part of me that really has enjoyed it. And it's going to be weird to go back to running around like a chicken without a head, you know? Yes. I think, yeah, I think you're right. It depends on your situation. So, like, I live by myself. And I do, as much as I like to be by myself a lot, I do like to go to restaurants. I do like to go to stores. And little by little, every day, something else is taken away. So now it's like, now you can't go run in a park. Now maybe you can't run on the path today. Well, you can always go run, though, somewhere. And I would say I I do feel like we've kind of... We're getting to the tip of the mountain. I actually do feel that way. I mean, looking at the numbers and even watching Cuomo and de Blasio today, there's actually a lot of positive information coming. So while that is still happening, I'm very confident that we're getting to the point where things are going to start to return slowly. Maybe, but right now we're we're losing more things daily. Like we've lost more things today than we had lost yesterday. Well, you lost the parking spot, yes. And the ability to run in a park no yeah i think you can run on your path i don't think that's an issue i'm not sure i'll have to i'm going to investigate that later so yesterday just because i didn't want to run on the path because i was getting bored with the path i drove down to asbury park and i ran along well the boardwalks closed of course but i ran along the streets there in the downtown area where the stone pony and the wonder bar is and i had such an eerie feeling of in 1991 uh, when I was taking a photography class at Kane College at the time, right? Um, for my for my project, I went and I took pictures of Asbury Park, you know, kind of decrepit, broken down, abandoned, all this stuff, and it 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 was ear. It was starting to feel like that yeah. when I was running around there yesterday. I can I believe it. It's very creepy. There's no. There is no way around it. It is a, depending upon where you are and what you see. And that's kind of what I was mentioning about the ride I took yesterday. There are parts and spots of towns where there's no cars on the road and it feels like you're in an abandoned town that is going to be, you know, a ride at Disney in five years. Right. And then there are other parts where I was driving yesterday that you would have never thought anything was happening because there were a million cars on the road. Now, parking lots were empty unless there were liquor stores or takeout restaurants there, but it was pretty busy. And I'll tell you another thing. I drove past a McDonald's yesterday, Al. You had to see the drive through line. There had to have been 30 cars on it backed up onto the highway. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I saw that uh, on Route 34 here in Madawan. The uh, Starbucks had a line out, the drive-up line, out the uh, out onto Route 34. Yeah, yeah. So people are still going out and doing things. I have a question for you. Sure. So this whole thing about supporting the local restaurants and trying to do as much takeout and delivery as we can to help yeah. them. And I guess as long as you still have a job, why the hell not do that? And we have certainly tried to do that. And, you know, last night we did pizza delivery. Uh, Over the weekend we went to a local restaurant for for takeout. We have a gift card for a place nearby that would not cover the entire meal by any stretch. 
But are we being D-bags if we put the gift card towards part of that purchase, knowing we're still going to be spending money and yeah. giving a tip after? Or... <laughs> That's a great question. Right? I, I, I personally would not use a gift card in this moment. Yeah, I would, I would say, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see them eventually again when all this opens up. If they're open. If they're open. Yeah, I would feel weird using a gift card yeah, right now. Me too. Me and my wife had that conversation because <laughs> she, she mentioned that we wanted to go to this restaurant. She goes, you know, I might have a gift card. She goes, but I don't know if it's appropriate to use it right now. I'm like, you know right. what? That's a great point. I Probably not. Yeah, see, I probably not. Yeah, you feel weird. By the That's way, funny. you have our money already. Make us food. <laughs> <laughs> we bought this years ago when you were killing it. <laughs> and now give us our food right it's now. Payback. <laughs> it's payback. Yeah, so I guess we, we're definitely not going to be doing that. We'll hold on to it for a while. I've gotten a lot of inquiries, Jerry, on people on Twitter asking me about uh, Craig Carton uh, being in prison. People are hearing that people in prison are being let out. People are yeah. asking me about Craig. So the latest up that I had from Craig was probably last week. I think you chatted with him last week as well. I did. Uh, he is under uh, lockdown quarantine right now, so they're yeah. not a- allowed access to – they have no visitors uh, and he's not even allowed to use uh, to check his email or anything right now. So I'm not going to talk to him for a while. But he didn't think that he was going to be able to get out early because of that. That's the last time I talked to him, because it seemed to be at the local level that they were letting uh, nonviolent prisoners out and not at the federal level where he is. Although I suppose that could change. It could change. But yeah, I mean, I don't I think if something was going to happen, it would have happened by now. Yeah. I could be wrong about that, and who knows? Maybe something will happen next week, but I don't see it. Not at this point. I mean, if you were going to do that, they had the lockdown. Like I said, I feel like we're getting to the pinnacle of it. I could be wrong, but I do feel like that. And looking at the numbers, some of them do support that. If that was going to happen, I think it would have happened already. Yeah. Hmm. But nothing along that lines have we heard. A big topic today on the actual show was, uh, you know, having the ability or, or not having the ability to put things together and to do things to fix things up around your house. Um, is there something, Jerry, that you were able to do around your house where you fix something or you put something together? What was your most proud moment of putting something together or fixing something that you thought you were going to have to call someone, but no, in fact, you were able to do this. Well, during this time, nothing. I mean, I've done a lot of things around the house during this time. I've cleaned the backyard more than I ever could have because I would not have had the time to have done it without this break, if you will, in our lives. Um, And I actually have the backyard almost looking like the way I want it to look from moving in two and a half years ago. So that's cool. I finished painting the house inside, which is something I've been meaning to finish, and that's good. Um, So I've done things like that. I actually... You know, the side of the house, because of the way where the sun hits it at the time of day, gets kind of the green algae on it. Oh, yeah. And I don't have a power washer anymore. Uh, The one that Boomer gave me about nine years ago is no longer. Um, So I do it with a big sponge and soap and a hose, and I get up on a ladder. I did that yesterday, so that was very accomplishing. But to answer your question, I would have to go back years and years and years when I lived in the other house, and I had we bought an entertainment center that (laughs) was huge. And I remember getting the package, opening it, and seeing the 9,000 pieces, thinking, I've got to hire someone. And then I (laughs) sat there and said, you know what? I'm going to grab a beer. I'm going to take out the instructions, and I'm going to do it one line at a time. It took me, Al, I would say probably five hours, maybe even longer. But damn it, about midnight, I finished it, and I was fired up. That would be my biggest, like, 
you know, accomplishment. And, oh, and I did help and actually more than assist, did a lot of sheetrocking in one of my son's rooms in the other house after I learned how to do it. That was really cool, too. Do you still, like, if I said, hey, Jerry, could you come over and sheetrock? Is that something you still remember how to do? I do remember how to do it. The only thing is I would definitely need someone to come do the spackling because that yeah. I have not done in quite a while, and I don't know that that would come out too good anymore. Yes. Um, that's a huge part of that job is making sure you got someone that can spackle any imperfections and where the sheetrock kind of butt up against one another and the taping and all that stuff. But could I, yes, could I take down sheetrock and put up new? Yes, I could. Nice. I could. That's a skill, Jerry. It's a skill. I mean, I don't know how good it would look. I mean, but it would, I could definitely do it. I mean, I might need some fixing, but I could do it. Yeah, I, um, I recently um, replaced the innards of a toilet tank at Gina's house. I got to tell you, Jerry, I was so proud of myself. I agree. And like how you be. were how you were putting that entertainment center together. When I, I thought the same thing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I have all afternoon. I'm in no rush. I'm going to take this. Not only line by line of the instruction manual, but have a YouTube video opened up as well. Yep. And just felt, and then I felt like, why can't I learn to do anything? The only thing that screwed me up with the YouTube video so far has been the, and again, I used to work in a gas station and I did all these things every day. And I used to change headlights and headlight bulbs a lot. It was not a big deal. The headlight bulb in the Toyota Prius, which is the car that I had for five years that I got rid of about six, seven months ago, I needed it because that, for whatever reason, that damn headlight would go out all the time. And so finally I got sick of asking the guy at the, my guy Phil at the shop to do it. So I'm like, you know what, let me do a YouTube video because I couldn't, I couldn't figure out where it was. It's complicated and you need it. Yeah. Very, even with the YouTube video, very, very difficult to do. But usually you are dead on. Those YouTube videos, if you take them piece by piece and pause and start, you you can do it. Yeah, I feel like I could build a house. Yeah, my parents who are in their seventies even use YouTube videos now to put it's things awesome. together. Isn't yeah. It? Oh yeah. Oh. All yeah. right, Jerry. Let's do the warm up show here, we and then do what that. do you say we meet back here tomorrow at five forty two? I'm in. A.M. Yeah, I'm good. And by the okay. way, I should, I should tell you because last night I went to sleep, my phone was at six percent, and so you know I go to charge it before I go to bed, but I'm having problems with my charger. If by chance you guys have not heard from me by 5.30 one of these mornings, mm-hmm. and if by chance you text or call and you don't get nothing, call my wife's number. You have it. Oh, boy. you never know. Okay. I was very right. concerned last night that I was going to wake up to a dead phone at, you know, 7 o'clock. Yeah, I certainly can't do the warm-up by myself, Jerry. Do not leave me in that situation. I will not. All right. All right. Enjoy. We'll do the warm-up next. We will see you. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, we have reached a Wednesday. It's a rainy Wednesday, but not for long. Going to be gorgeous later. Gorgeous Al Dukes, mm, I don't know that I would say that, but he's damn handsome. Good morning, sir. Oh, hi, Jerry. I would say gorgeous. Of course you would. <laughs> There's a, You could say gorgeous for a man. Like there was a wrestler in the early days of wrestling, Gorgeous George. And I remember him. Yeah, he was like kind of like a Ric Flair type. I do remember him. How about that? Wrestlers are the only guys that have that super white hair, unless you're an old man who gets white hair. Wrestlers get that very bleach. I wouldn't even say it's bleach blonde. It's like bleach white hair. No, Boomer has very blonde. That's not really white hair. No, you're right. You're right. Boomer does have pro wrestler hair. 
Gary Busey has that kind of hair, too. Gary Busey as well. He didn't wrestle. Not a wrestler. <laughs> Not a wrestler. <laughs> you know what I watched really, real quick? You know what I watched last night? I actually, because, I mean, wrestling. what we've got. I did not watch wrestling. I did not. But I did come across the uh, the Cal Ripken game where he passed Lou Gehrig's streak on, oh, yeah. uh, on ESPN, and it looked like, Al, that it was 100 years ago <laughs> because there was no HD. The, the format didn't fit the screen, and you had Joe DiMaggio, you know, in the stands, and, and it was unbelievable watching it how it's 25 years ago now, and yet it still feels like I hear 1995, I don't think anything of it. Uh, was that who was that against? You'd think I'd remember that the Angels, I believe. Angels, okay. I don't remember. No, you're right because that was on ESPN. You say? Yeah. Okay, because I was going through my channel guide. I didn't. I wasn't clicking on the channels, but I was going through the channel guide looking for a good murder mystery. <laughs> and I saw ESPN was running an Angels game from 1995. I'm like, what is the significance? It had no explanation as to why it was being run on the channel right. guide. So right. I was just like, wow, what? A, I'm sure something spectacular happened in this game. It was but pretty was wild. It. Yeah, it was pretty wild. And Mike Mussina was pitching. It was just, I don't know. It was it was cool to watch for at least 20 minutes or so. Yeah. And Chris Berman's voice sounded so different. And Earl Weaver's in the booth with him. And then they bring up Bill Clinton. Oh, Mr. President, blah, 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 blah. And then he's talking about his daughter. I'm like, oh, my God, this is nuts. Yeah, I do. You're right, though. Like, the mid-'90s now may as well be the 1960s when we look back on stuff. It is, yeah. It's crazy. So that's how I spent my Tuesday night. All right, Jerry. Well, the Falcons general manager is hoping that the NFL gives teams some sort of leeway for technical difficulties once this uh, draft gets underway. Sure, sure. You know, because old people in computers, Jerry, they do not mix well together. What's old? Old is like, uh, let's see, I'm 50. I get it, Jerry, but I'm young and hip. But I'm going to say 65. I'm Boomer Esiason. No, no. <laughs> well, I bet you the Falcons GM... Let me think. Is Mitch, Boomer, I bet you he's not much older than you. Is Boomer computer savvy? That's a great. That's a great question. I think Boomer is actually. Mm. I do. I think I Boomer is computer savvy. I think he gets it. I think he's got all the cool technology. When something new comes out, he goes yeah. out. He learns it. He gets it. No, I think he is. Can you I guys think, please stop talking oh, about me and worry about your own show? Oh, hey, please, Boomer, what's uh, going from on, From my hair, whether or not I'm computer savvy, believe right. me, I am totally locked in on all of it. So I got your back. back. I, well, I appreciate that, Jerry, but you guys can talk about other people if you'd like. Okay. So okay. other than your white hair, uh, like a wrestler, yes. and your computer savviness. Got it. Yeah, Let I'm me like, ask you this, enough, Al. Enough already. Right. Let me ask you this. When the show ends, do you think Boomer goes out for lunch? No, he's oh social God. distancing. <laughs> well, I mean, he could sit at a diet. Well, he can't sit at a He can no. go take out, I guess. That's he can take out. Yeah, that's true. These well, what about in normal times, times? Jerry. What's that? What's that? In no- These in are normal different times, times yes. Jerry. Right. Well, I mean, we have been together for a long time. I mean, there could be other times where you've gone out for lunch afterwards. I'm just wondering how that goes. It goes very well, thank you. <laughs> I can picture. And thanks Boomer. for asking and caring. Yeah, I can picture Boomer sitting out at like an out- outside cafe, sitting by himself, enjoying like a newspaper. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. And a coffee, <laughs> a latte, smoking weed. No, I'm just smoking kidding. weed. <laughs> Jerry, what about this for the NFL? What if each team got a teenager that could help them with the computers during uh, the draft? How about they each get a graduate from MIT? Yes, you each get a, a teenager or MIT graduate to help you with the draft. Now, computers is the like my dad knows how to fix everything like cars, uh, electricity, uh, plumbing. 
He's like a handyman. The only thing he doesn't know how to do, Jerry, computers. But I'll bet you he doesn't know how to do it because he doesn't try or care to try. Yep. So that's the only thing I'm better at him at is computers. I could see that. So I feel superior to him in that one moment in life. What do they say? Knowledge is power, right? Yeah, and I feel so so powerful. Yeah, because you know the computer stuff. There is, you know, watching even like my son on the PS4, I'll watch, I, I always joke, like I will watch sometimes him play a game against his friends because there's, what else am I doing? And um, I'll watch him click through different screens so quickly, and I'm like, boy, at one point that might have been me, but I'm right. lost watching him. You are, lo- you are lost, Jerry. Yeah, very much so. Now, uh, all teams are going to do going to participate in a mock draft to make sure they all know what they're doing as far as this um, computer drafting right. situation we have this year. And it reminded me, I don't think WFAN probably did this, but years ago when sports radio was first starting, we definitely did this in Tampa Sports Radio. We definitely did it on the Fabulous Sports Babe show. Hosts would do mock drafts on the radio for well, four hours. I know you. I know you'll joke with me when I say this, but CBS Sports HQ did this with their hosts. Yeah, I know, but dude, they had the graphics up. They did yeah. it like a real draft. It was goofy and yet cool at the same time. This was probably two weeks ago or so. So yeah, they're they're still doing it. I'm sure oh they are. Oh my gosh! Like when I was working with the Fabulous Sports Babe, we'd like to have to get a guy. In Denver, he would be the Broncos guy that was going to do a pick. It was just some random weed smoker out in Denver that we call. <laughs> Boring. And then they have to go like this. This was like before computers. They'd be like, oh, who was, who was, who was picked already? It's like, holy crap. No one cares. Are you stereotyping people in Denver? Stupid mock drafts. Yeah, they're all smoking weed. <laughs> they might be. <laughs> who the hell knows? And now, and, I'll go ahead, Jerry. No, I was going to say, that's one city I've never been to that I look forward to going to once. Not for that, but for the clean air. Yeah, I would go to Denver. I want to go see a Mets-Rockies game there. All right, fair enough. Uh, John Harbaugh, though, he's very concerned about this computerized draft situation, staying at home. We'll play the clips coming up. I don't know how we missed this from his conference. I guess because the conference call was so long. He actually said this a couple days ago, but it just came out yesterday. And this goes to what you're talking about. They're kind of not as tech savvy. And there have been, with some of these teleconferencing things, there have been some hacking uh, going on. So I could totally see what he's talking about. You mentioned Jerry Jones and his lair. Mm-hmm. hacking what Ron Rivera is doing in Washington. I am sure everyone's just concerned about the Patriots. They probably think they've hired, like you said, MIT. Yeah, That's right probably. up there by where the Patriots are. Yeah, I could see Bill Belichick firing an MIT kid if he's not getting it done quick, quick enough. Hiring some MIT nerds to hack into <laughs> what Joe Douglas is doing with the Jets. Probably. It's funny. All right, I Jerry. Also, it. my good friend... Uh, Mike Gundy. You're, yes, we will have all these clips. I listen. I'm to a man. Yesterday. I'm 40. Yeah, Oklahoma State coach Mike Gundy, the He's guy an idiot. who did. I love Mike Gundy. I'm a man. I'm 40. He's I'm a man. Like, I'm 40. Come at me. This is when he was mad at the reporters back. Like correct. Good Lord, it has to be 11, 12 years ago now. He was 40. He's 51 now. So it was 11 years ago. Okay, yes. 11 years ago, he was upset that the that the reporters were going after his players. He said, "Why don't you come at me? Because I'm a man." Right. He's 40. Come at me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I could handle it. Right. Well, he's uh, under some under some heat, Jerry, for saying that uh, he's ready to resume football activities May 1st. Yes. he's He was a little tone deaf in this. Now, 
part of because I listened to about ten, probably eight, nine minutes of it, and I got nine, ten clips I played throughout the morning. Part of what he was saying, not wrong, in that he believes that once the problem is the way it started, as opposed to what the message he was trying to get at. What he was trying to say was. Once we have the testing in place, I see no reason why we can't get back if it's done safely, get back on the field, and he is targeting May 1st. Yes. The problem is when he started it, he came out like a you know a house on fire saying, we got to get back to work May 1st, let's go, we got to make money. Like yeah. It was just bizarre. And then the university had to come out and be like, yeah, um, that's not really up to you, so we'll let you know when you can play. Coronavirus, I'm a man, come at me. <laughs> I'm 50. I'm 50. <laughs> You don't listen. You don't want that coming at you. Don't go at old people. Come at me. I'm a man. I can handle it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know if he can or he can't. I don't think he wants to deal with it. It's also where he is. I wonder, and I would have to look at the numbers in Oklahoma. I know we're going to take a break in a minute. What's that? Yeah, Oklahoma. I wonder, you know, if they haven't been hit hard by it, it's kind of like what we've been talking about. If you're not in the middle of it, you don't feel like it's as serious as it is. And that could be the case there. I don't know. I'm not sure what the numbers are in Oklahoma, but it's certainly possible. Can I have um, one more I'm a man, Eddie, before we go to break? I'm a man. I'm 40. And he we're 46 ticked. and 50, and we're going to take a break and come right back with Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes. Uh, one thing sports-wise, while uh, MLB came out with a press release yesterday about the whole notion of playing in Arizona, you're getting a lot of reaction from players. And i got to tell you, every reaction I see is not terrible. So who knows? Maybe it's got a chance. We'll see. What else, Al? Jerry, a uh, Taiwanese baseball team is doing something interesting. They're using robot fans for this upcoming robot season. Robot sex dolls. Robot fans. They have fans in the stands that are robots. Okay. Is it gonna, I love this idea. Going to give you noise? Uh, that I don't know about, but they're holding the robots are holding signs, like cheering on certain players. They look human. The large-breasted robot. <laughs> I say let's let's fill up these MLB stadiums with blow-up dolls, robots, the here's real the dolls. Only, here's all you need. Here's where you need them behind home plate. Yes. That's it. That's all. I'd like them to, even once this whole pandemic gets over with. All the Yankee fans are eating sushi and there's no one behind home plate. Let's put the robot dolls back there. No, no, I don't think we're going to be doing jerseys. <laughs> I don't think I've so. got a robot here that looks exactly like your sister. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll like to put her in the stands. The <laughs> oh, my God. It is, I tell you, I'm looking at it now. It is yeah. weird looking. Weird looking, right? But they're holding signs or they're like rooting for particular players. Now, do they, can you hear them? Like, can they cheer? That I don't know. I have to really, I'm going to delve into this, though, Jerry. All right, you delve. And, and tell me if this is... Why don't a, we say dive? Why do we say delve? Dive right into it. Yeah. Diving for balls. I feel like delve is like a word we made up. Delve is like if you're going to really like look into something like a conspiracy theory. Like, I'm going to delve into this. And it All has right. more to do with mining and cave exploring. Delving? Yeah. Uh, Jerry, tell me if this is a douche move or cool and motivating. Okay, those yeah. are your two choices. Douche move or cool We're running and out of motivating. time. Okay. Uh, Jim Rome has posted a screen grab of his Peloton where he went almost 15 miles yesterday. Douche move or kind of motivating? What really? a douche. Neither. We're taking you back to oh, October 11, 2009 for classic Yankees baseball. Tonight at 7 p.m.